someone said, you know, our page is going, you know, and he just said, I'll just Google it. <laughs> when you're going into IGAs and independence first, like for us, we're going, just take it. And if you sell it, pay us. And that's how we sort of went about it early days. Guys, you would have run at a fucking loss. So every time they scanned, you would have run at a loss. Because you didn't care about this. So there's so much more that goes into it than TikTok views and, and PR and the branding stuff. This is hardcore numbers. Yeah. We're like, hey, man, yeah, you reckon you can introduce this to all these people? You know, and he's like, how many stores are you hitting a week? And we're like, oh, 10 or 20? He's like, you should be doing that a day. He goes, if you go and hit 50 stores a week for the next month, that's 200 stores, then I'll help you out. Really have to create momentum. It won't happen just by, you know, sending an email to a couple of stores. Like, you have to force that shit to happen and people just want to sit back and switch on an ads and do the website and be like where's my money it's not fucking like that it's not unfortunately i wish it was the reassuring things to people listening is that if you do that for three or four years then you find your role you find your rhythm and you can take a day off you don't get days off at the start because we put in the hard yards we've built an incredible team an incredible system and a really great operation and now we can do that All right, so this, you'll see in a second, a very high energy, very fun podcast. We've got the two founders, or two of the three founders of a company that is absolutely killing it. They're called Bay Juice. They're a hangover cure. You drink it before you go out. They're in over 3,000 retailers across Australia. They've just expanded into 500-odd in the US. They're absolutely killing it. Multi-million dollar brand. The boys are heaps of fun. You'll see what I mean very, very soon. You can't miss their energy now. Quick favor before we get into the podcast, if you're listening on YouTube, do me a favor. Again, I ask every week, but it takes one second of your time and really helps us and the podcast grow. The bigger the podcast gets, the better the guests, the more value, the more entertainment I can bring to you. So drop a like if you're watching, subscribe if you haven't already, hit the bell notification so you see every every episode that we upload. And then if you're listening on audio, please do me a favor, just drop a five-star review or four or three or whatever you think, but drop a review. Let me know what you think. I really do appreciate it. Let's get into the pod. All right, so anyway, we had some technical difficulties. Difficulties, yeah. just like me, myself saying the word. <laughs> Let's just jump back from Timmy yeah. to starting the story, how it all happened. Yeah, you go, go take your nap and we'll wake you yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. So 2018, went to Korea for the first time to meet mm-hmm. Sumin and her whole family, yeah. um, drinking all the crazy Korean booze. It's never-ending blackout kind of shit. Because it's some, like stronger alcohol content oh, on average. It's, 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 like, here, um, right? it's like a seven standard drinks in like a stubby. <laughs> yeah. There's no a genuine list. So you drink that quite quickly and you've had seven stubby. So yeah. it catches up on you quick. But That's a bit strength shit as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But on the way home, um, we'd stop at 7-Eleven's convenience stores and assuming all of the crew would grab these little cans of drinks, these little green vials that had cream all over it. I'd grab a beer, being Aussie in Asia, being like, fuck yeah. Um, and all the drinks that they were grabbing were cream pear juice or cream pear juice with liver function or cream pear juice with electrolytes. And they just had this fridge like we do Red Bull of hangover cures. So I was just completely obsessed with it after night one, after that beer and pulling up shit house. So then I started drinking all of them and I kept waking up feeling really good. And I sort of thought it was the, um, you're on holiday, so I didn't get hungover. You know, that that feeling, which yeah. is a beautiful feeling. Just waking up. You never get tired on holidays. Today. You just, every, no, every morning oh, is Nothing is to do today. Whether you're in Paris, you just have a dart in bed. It's great. A holiday hangover. Um, but yeah, so then started smashing pear juice, was obsessed, woke up really great, and then Googled the shit out of it. CSIRO, Seoul University, Sydney Morning Herald did a, a clip on it and was talking about the enzyme inside the pear, as Lee mentioned before. It helps break down alcohol and give you less a hangover. So I was obsessed. Being like, it's natural, tasty, cheap as shit, and helps you hangover. And when, this is liquid gold. When was that CSIRO article out? It was like not too long before you guys launched, a couple yeah, of years, a year Yeah, just a few years right? before. Like, yeah, yeah, in yeah. fact, the day our first container arrived, there was a big article in the Australian 
um, your newspaper that, and you know, I was talking about Australia, uh, like hangover cures, mm-hmm. and there was a couple of paragraphs on the Korean pet. So we were like, fuck. Perfect you know, time. Like, so, so it was nuts. So we came back to Melbourne, um, obsessed with it. We went to find it in any stores, Korean stores, Japanese stores, Asian grocers, you name it. Couldn't find it anywhere except for like a couple of pouches here and there. Brought them all, got samples over, gave them to my cousins, your family, our on our group chat, sending who wants this. And we just did this crazy market research. I've got 55 first cousins almost, um, <laughs> Irish Catholic, so just pump them out. Um, <laughs> so Christmas, I was handing out this strange Asian sachet to everyone. Everyone's pumping it, saying, what the hell was that stuff you gave me? Um, I'm a barista by trade, so I'll sit there, give a latte and a bay juice. Oh, sorry, just this random Korean drink to customers that I knew were going to go send it on a Friday. Yeah. Come back, what the fuck was that stuff you gave me? It was yeah. unbelievable. And I'm like, well, sweet, we're on a winnie here. Like, we could definitely put this together. And six months after first consuming it, we're back over, rolled into a random pear farm. Um, so you went back over specifically to now try and see if you can yeah. source this stuff yeah, yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it took another couple of weeks holiday, went over. Sumin's dad's like, I've got this. We'll find a manufacturer. And then her mum's listening to all of us trying to figure out. She's like, idiots. Like, I grew up in the main Korean area. Leave it with me. She makes <laughs> a few calls. We're on a bullet train in the morning. Get a bus. Um, we're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Go to this giant facility. And they're like, yep, like we're down. Like, we've been trying to export this. We've been looking for new opportunities. Whack on a hairnet, get some gum boots on, and let's go have a tour of the facility. And what I was twenty three, covered in tattoos. Sumi's got piercings in her face. Are they uh, a bit like tattoos or a bit iffy? Short back and sides, green like suits that, and they're just working in a manufacturing facility. Because even like in Japan, like they're still a bit, you know, with tattoos. They yeah. Was it like that for you as well? Everyone looking a bit funny. A a little bit. Like they're just starting (laughs) to to come to the little. Tim sitting in the meeting going, this is how many Aussies are, this is how much piss we drink, and <laughs> yeah. this is how many 7-Elevens we got, basically. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that was it. And it was on an A4-bit of paper I printed the night before. Right? We better roll in with something. And they're like, done. Oh, that was fucking easy. Um, uh-huh. And then sort of fast forward six months, we built a brand. Um, so Bay means pear in Korean. Yes. So to figure out our name, it took about two seconds. Hug. Yeah, literally a couple of hours pitching Sumin. What does this mean in Korean? What does this mean? Oh, why don't you just call it bay juice? It means pear juice. When did the word Done. bay start becoming like this well, thing? Well, was it around that, that, that time? That was the kind of oh, thing. Like I was, it started fizzling, becoming lame after Drake had overdid it. Shout out, Drake. Great for the joke. No, but, um, yeah, like I think it, it was sort of like that, you know, like we sort of asked Sumin, what's the Korean um, word for pear? And she said, bear. We're like, oh. Like spell it for us. It was B A E. Done, salt. Done, yeah. And then before anything else, you drink the product before, but that was yeah. never part of the the marketing. Well, we didn't you. know. Like Tim's got a cafe with his family, and um, we just thought Bay was you know that sort of pet name for some for your mm. girlfriend or whatever. And the girls at the cafe, and we're, we're like twenty four, twenty five, and um, they're like, oh, don't you? No, it means like before anyone else, before anything else. And I was like, no. Nah, so is that really that. what it stands for? Well, Supposedly. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of rumours floating around and we've got to get to the bottom yeah, of them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I just got off a call with Anthony Albanese and he confirmed it for me. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, hello. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Thanks, mate. Thanks. He's a great friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that, yeah. that, that, that literally would have taken us five minutes and then mm-hmm. obviously as, um, you know, we get educated more on the word bay, we – Sort of fits perfectly, right? You and know, then we wanted to reown out. it as well because yeah. it sort of fizzled. And then we we're like, "Oh, that's done to dust now. So now like, we can be the bay people." Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we sort of took that in our stride and tried to make it our thing. And then, so what we're trying to say is that the word is still cool because it's our brand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a dip, but you've brought it back. Yeah, yeah. We brought it back. Yeah, yeah. had a yeah. little dip. On 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 Drake, there was like uh, in, in schoolies, my uh, the guy sitting out there actually is one of yeah. our best mates. Like been best mates since like year nine. 
And he got like, you ever know, you get the schoolies, like, you know, sh- shirts with like oh, all the yeah, numbers and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got YOLO on the back of his thing and he's, he's hectic. <laughs> oh, he was this close to getting a tattoo, but he's like, oh, I'll, I'll probably leave it. Thank fucking God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Uh, well, pussy, pussy, pussy. Yeah. should have got it. Maybe our next shoe can be called YOLO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, all right, tell yeah. us the process. I want to, we'll, we'll do some backstory, but while we're in Korea, yep. let's stay in Korea. Yep. How do you then, as two guys with like, you know, minimal business experience, a couple of loose units, you know, rocking around, having a good time, sign a deal with like one of the biggest, you know, pair exporters yeah. or manufacturers in South Korea. How does that happen? Like was um, it was that a full pitch and they're just like, yeah, well, something about these guys I'm going to take a risk on? Or? Yeah, their direction was amazing. They were like, look, we are willing to facilitate everything you need from a product side of things, manufacturing and units and to work this out and export it. But you guys need to go and build a brand first, get the website, have yeah. a retail strategy, figure out all your commercials and your pricing and then, we worked with numbers together and we went back and for six months we built the brand. Our first brand was gold, green, and yellow because we're like, let's be like nature, you natural, know. Yeah. It's natural, man. We met this marketing agency, which we didn't sign on with great advice, going, fucking <laughs> boring. It's called Bay Juice, you party, you bend it, you go out, mm. you two are dickheads, perfect, make it pink. Yeah. And so we went out made it pink, yellow, and, and blue and stuff, and yeah. that was kind of the first step and we set it all up that way and we still had no idea what we are doing. Counting was stuff like was a bit first, of a mess. Like, brand sort of business that you guys well, have built? Definitely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the first one that really took off legs, you know, we used to have a couple of ideas because we were friends for ages and we go, all right, let's set up Tim's spare room as an office. We'd go to Kmart and buy all this Anko bullshit, right? <laughs> set up the office and be like, sweet, let's go drink beers and do nothing. I think one of the things that's really, really assisted us with the career is Behind America, the most patriotic country uh, in the world is Korea. So we've actually had yeah, an opinion, like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah like, it's yeah, insane. Like, you, yeah. you look at it's special, stats, but 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 the, <laughs> the, the fact of the matter is, we've had a, we've, we've had a lot of um, we've a lot of press in Korea, and I think it, a lot of it is oh, around yeah. how proud they Peace. are that, that that this natural fruit, you know, you know, uh, exclusively grown in Korea has been exported to another country and that country is obviously Australia as well and there's yeah, obviously yeah. good relationships mm-hmm. between Asian countries. So is it a Nashi pair or is it a different kind of pair nah, completely? different, different. Green pair's only, bigger. I was only introduced to Nashi pear in the last 12 months and oh. fuck, it changed, blew my mind. Yeah? Favourite fruit I've ever had. Oh, like the, fucking yeah, man. So they know, they know something about fruit over there. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. yeah, yeah. But the cream pear's bigger. Bigger. Juicier. And hell, she hang over. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. So then, I guess like with that process yeah, as well, yeah. so that was really put on us mm-hmm. to go and do that work. Um, and it was a bit of a, like an early partnership kind of thing as well, being like, let's go see if they do it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like a couple of young kids, you know, with a lot of enthusiasm, sure, anyone's seen that before, but let's see if they go and deliver and come up with something fucking like half decent. And so as we came back, pouches, How long brand. did you have in between that like, okay, yeah, we're six, interested, go build a brand around it yeah. and have another chat? We were six done pretty quick. We've done pretty quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like from like legalities and shareholders agreements and setting up bank All accounts. Stuff, and, yep. Oh, but even uh, making payments in to like a Korean manufacturer, like how do we do this? So this is where like. So they don't take USD? They're, they take AUD. Oh, yeah. Because we're like, we don't know what we're doing. We want to do this. We've got all these great ideas and like, cool, like we'll help you. Yeah. So they've just, so they've literally like, and a lot of lame people say, it's more of a partnership than a commercial agreement. (laughs) But it legit is. Like, from from all that accounting (laughs) stuff to all logistics and everything, we've just figured out everything together because they they were like, we've never exported this to halfway around the world. That's so crazy. we don't know how that's to do it. There's been a lot. We don't. How are we going to pull this off? See, that's the thing. There's been a lot of lucky. We're not sitting here going, we're geniuses. No, look, no. We're not going to do it that way. We're going to do it this way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Just go on. We're thinking about doing it this way and then 
six months later, someone's gone, geez, you're lucky they said that. You know, yeah, like, yeah, 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 that's true. Honestly, that's, that's yeah. just happened so for you, us. You guys got an exclusive agreement. Was that from the start or was that after you guys have sold, you know, okay? Only a few wins. Right? It only took a few wins and a, yeah. and, a, and a bit of legwork and stuff. And then we said, hey, like, we've got a really good feeling about this. Like, it's all starting to snowball. Like, even at very, like, infancy, yeah, yeah, thank right, you, right? stage, it was small. But they were like, okay, now we back you. We want to give you guys a bit more. So what are the startup costs to set up a business like this? Like, it's a little bit different to just private labeling a, something from, you know, Alibaba. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah bit, for a sure. different. So how do you guys well, get the funds together to do that as just two, two blokes? That's, that's a good that's a good story because like, it's, it's a doable story. When people think they've got to quit their job to start a business, it's not a very good idea, I don't think. <laughs> Definitely not. That's a shit-ass idea. Um. But essentially, we're putting the three of our wages in weekly, right? Yeah. So I was making 700 bucks for working 500, 50 hours a week at a cafe. Um, Sue in something similar. You were doing real estate at the start. So collectively, we had 1,500 bucks a week as, you know, as you, you know, a pool of cash. Yeah. Nice. So we'd save up for a couple of weeks, two grand website. Save up for a couple more weeks, uh, $1,500 shareholders agreement. Save up two more weeks. There you go. We've got a, a lawyer to but sign that's everything that's six months as well, the state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, it, and it really was. And and they were founder loans. They're still in the books as founder yeah. loans. You know what I mean? So Of course. It's almost like savings, you know, without an interest, which is awesome. Um, but, but like, yeah, it was just little nuggets at a time. Um, and then a bit of family and friends at stages like Sumin's dad, watched it all unfold from South Korea. We couldn't figure out some of the banking with the first order. We needed to get it over summer. We wanted it first week of Jan. Um, you know, it's Aussies drinking, everything. Um, and we just didn't know what to do. And he's like, fuck it. I'll find it. So he paid for the first container. Yeah. Um, shout out to Simmons. Yeah. Day. Huge shout out. Doyan Juan, um, the man. So he got it on the water. He got it here. We paid for the logistics, borrowed some more money, and then we had 40,000 units arrive at it's a It's a pretty big fucking first order big compared order. to a lot of, you know, yeah. I started with 110 units. Yeah, there different, you go. Different, different, like, yeah, different product. No, yeah, 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 like, yeah. At, at the time, it's- I'll take 40,000 IPO handsets, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, at nice. the time, it sounded like a lot, but now it's just like- yeah, but we, we had a yeah. lot of help. So so what we did and what we still do every minute five years later, we talk about it every day. Mm-hmm. Not fuckheadly. Like like we talk about, like, what do you do? Oh, blah, blah, blah. And, like, you try to we relate to what other- We're a businessman. We, we, try to relate, <laughs> we try to relate to other people with what we do, right, yeah. not, you know, flex it all the time. But at the cafe, everyone was like, how's that thing you're going? How's that juice you got? And so we're getting consultant with the guy that owns Bell's Ice. Yeah. It's every ice cube you've ever consumed from a servo is owned by the family that comes to the cafe every day. Yeah. And he'd sit and read the paper at the back and have a screaming hot so cappuccino. He's from Melbourne, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So he'd Melbourne, have a yeah. screaming hot cappuccino at the back and I had no idea. thought he was a bit of a bum really. Looked at the form guide. He did. He circled stats about footy and stuff. And he's like, oh, how's that juicy going? I should get my sons over. And we all sat down together and he goes, Oh, so we were on Bell's Ice and, you know, <laughs> you we, we, we sold frozen like water. A, you're a billionaire from frozen water. <laughs> yeah, 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 It's yeah. crazy. So then like, we sat with them. They're like, um, we're trying to get some dolls out of them, trying to get some help. And they're yeah. like, well, it's all in or nothing. You can give 10000 away. That'll get you going. You get stuck with 20000 Who cares? The price will come down. You've got it there. 18-month shelf life. What do you got to lose? you got no kids, no mortgage. Fuck it. And it was like, sweet. So – we had all this advice from people and someone else was in logistics at the cafe and someone else is like, oh, I'll take some and give it to my friend. And so all of a sudden we're just like building it literally from a little suburb, just building it out like this. And that was some of the advice Top we got. Bootstrapped, right? Yeah, Top yeah. Of yeah, 100%. And, like, and we, we took on their advice and we executed on that, it. That, that, that's what happened at the start. But I, I will say recently, I'm going to throw Tim under the bus here that, um, you know, and I will say, give him an out saying we, we'd had a few drinks before, but someone said, you know, 
as Paige is going, you know, and he just said, I'll just Google it. Yeah, it's been a bit of press. There's never context of it, but like I'd explain to three other people at this event and I was just like, done. Oh, dude, I fucking and hate I couldn't, I couldn't do it again. So I could not do it again. And I dude. just instinctively been like, it'll, you'll, you'll get just more. Just Google it. You'll get more info on there than you will for me right now. Yeah, dude, it's not the worst. <laughs> like every time you bump into someone and they'll be like, oh, my God, I saw, I saw like how's the business going and I'm, you just get to the point and it's like, no disrespect, but it's like, fuck. I've already told this story ten times yeah. tonight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. Google it right. that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I've always thought like, like Let we, this Rolex we, tell you how it's going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah, work, but it looks good. Yeah. It's um, fake from it's fake from Bali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? but, but I've always had this thought, like just on that sort of side of things. Um, whenever I think to thank like our family and everyone that's been involved over such a long time. It's for just having to fucking listen to it all the time, not mm. just the financial, you know, <laughs> or, or the stress or everything. Yeah. It's just having to listen to us talk about it all the time. So, and yeah, so we're lucky. You, you started with 40,000. Last stat I heard was like you produced or sold 2.5 million. Where's yeah. that at now? Like, we just that, cracked that. No, so, we we'd cracked actually that. never yeah, thought nice. it. We'd actually never thought about like, oh, how many units we've done? Crazy. And we've sort of done 30, it was sort of mid 30 containers now, 40 mm. containers of stock. So, you send them over container at a time? Just a quick one from me. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you'd know that after scaling Happy Skin Co. to over $10 million per year, I spent close to 18 months creating the Viral Brand Builder program with teaches someone with zero experience how to launch and scale their very own e-commerce brand. With over 100 training videos and direct access to me, including one-on-one calls, you'll be guided throughout the entire process. Now, we already have a bunch of incredible results from students that are making multiple five and six figures per month. So if you want to learn how to build a business that has the potential to completely change your life, then click the link in the description and book in an application call today. Spots are limited as you'll be speaking directly to me. So hopefully I'll chat to some of you soon, but until then, let's get back to the podcast. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah like, and there's obviously a bit of a heavy period around sort of summer and Getting everyone into, drinking, yeah. but it's what you said before. It's like 40,000 units sounds like a lot, but in the scheme of two and a, two and a half million yeah, know, it's another. And, yeah, and yeah. we look at that and go, fuck, we've only sold two and a half million units now. In yeah. a way, we go, that's great, but it's like, we want more, we want more. Oh, so it's like, if someone said to us at the start, you're going to sell two and a half million units, we'd go, oh, we thought we are going to have 20,000 left. But, <laughs> but now we're in that stage where we've done that, we go, fuck, it's not enough. We've yeah. got to sell more of it. So, yeah. yeah. It's, but um, it's pretty wild to think about. Like, so from the 40,000, you sampled how many individually? Oh, like you were like sending at them At least 60% of it, I reckon, went, went out. But just, yeah, just about. Just about of it, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. And at what time do you, like, at what point in that do you start noticing, like, a bit of momentum starting to build, people starting to come, and you're like, well, where's this coming from? Well, we, we had a daily mail article, and this is when we still got all our stock stored in at, you know, a self-storage unit. Yeah. And then we had a really big kick in sales. We weren't really, you know, had a big presence in retail. And then from then we started sort of going store to store, little independent IGAs and things like that you know, that had liquor aspects, um, you know, attached to the store. And we start getting those and then you start pitching the – but, yeah, so I reckon did, – did we get our first retailer, like Dan Murphy's trial, with our first sort of – Shipment or was that second? I reckon it was second. It had so, to have been, yeah. So we yeah, would have yeah. gone through the 40,000. Mm. And when you're going into IGAs and independents first, like for us, we're going, just take it. And yeah. if you sell yeah, it, we're, pay oh, us. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah. it's like so full consumption. Put it on the so they were sweet with that. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. yeah. When well, you go like, into a store manager, who, you know, who, it's their nine to five, and yeah. go, mate, just, and they're stacking shelves. They really don't want anything to do with you. They're like, <laughs> nah. what is it, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go, just put this on the counter, please. And, and, if I call you in two weeks and you sold out, then you pay me and we'll, yeah. and we'll start already more. Mm, yeah. And that's how we sort of went yeah. about it early days. So the Sampling, IGA, yeah. like 
the independents, do they usually own, like, is it like one person owns one store? Do they own like a few each? Like how, because it's like, if you go on store to store, well, like how do you grow that in the early stages? There, yeah. there like- might be franchises where there's like two or three mm-hmm. and then, you know, there's a bigger, but the the higher you go with people owning 10, the harder it becomes to get strange. So you might as well go to the person who's just, yeah. it's the manager's decision. Yeah. You just yeah. got to go there. But we'd email people being like, hey, do you know anyone that um owns like, 60 of these? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like just looking yeah. for shortcuts. Yeah. And they're like, no. Nah. Yeah. And we actually spoke to um Steve Chapman who owns Shine. Yeah. Shine Dream, yeah, we had yeah. that, which we love. We great product and he's yeah. a great dude. And we're like, hey, man, yeah, you reckon you can introduce this to all these people? You know, and he's like, how many stores are you hitting a week? And we're like, oh, 10 or 20. He's like, you should be doing that a day. He goes, if you yeah. go and hit 50 stores a week for the next month, that's 200 stores, then I'll help you. And then we went and hit 200 stores, yeah. started getting results. We never hit him up because we started getting busy. So I was like, fuck, you know, you really got to do yeah, the, the time. The, and then we had people hit us up going, oh, geez, have like a little in on like 50 stores just to get it started. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I've got 50 stores. You've got to do every single one of them with but, your hatchback. But, but, yeah, like that, that's, the, <laughs> that's brutal. Yeah. So, so, so you're rocking up in person with a little yeah, right. Yeah, you're rocking up. Hey, mate. Yeah, like, fuck, yeah, I've got stuff on LinkedIn from years ago of me and the manager of this IJ. Shaking hands. Shaking hands going, with your fake Rolex on. <laughs> no, but that, that's what, that's what, that's the links you got to go to with these, like you know, because at the end of the day, like, that, not the easy bits get in store, but, but because you're you know small business, you know you're not on a platform where they go and make all their orders a week, you know, from an ALM yeah. or Metcash. Yeah. So the hard part is not actually getting in store. The hard part is following them up and being getting like, paid? how's the stocks going? Yeah. Getting paid, but how much stock have you got left? Oh, you've sold out. Great. You know, because we would have gone to stores and been like. I forgot about going there. Yeah, and after we've been a five so- day sh- week yeah. of work, full time yeah. work, thinking, oh, we should, probably should go back there. And, and, yeah. and, and, you know, you sold out there, but like, you know, you, you give them a business card and everything at the start, but at the end of the day, they go, that goes in the bin. Yeah. The, product, the product goes the on product. the shelf. The product goes in the bin. Yeah, yeah. So that's the hard <laughs> bit, following up. So, yeah. what was the, what do you reckon off the top of your head, like, was the success rate of like getting at least them to stock here at the start? Well, that's. That goes back to my point. I reckon it's quite high. Yeah. And we, 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 we were lucky in the sense that we could go in and be like, mate, like there's nothing like this on the shelf because we're, mm. you know, it's very unique product. Um, and, and at the end of the day, because someone buys our product, they're not going to not buy another product or, mm. you know, so it's like they might get a case of wine or a, or a six pack of beer or a slab of beer and this will be a basket filler. Yeah, it's an easy right? sell. So our success rate was quite high. But then again, like making sure that that sort of stockist was – had had actual stock. And how do you go to like legitimizing that process, right? Because like you can't just drop oh. in and do everything completely manually. Yeah, and start getting too many. What yeah. do you, how do you? Well, you, just well, you quit it. your job. Yeah, you that as a start to. Yeah. Was you like the, the first one to quit the your new job? Head of distribution. Well, I went and quit my job. I still work at the cafe. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I went and quit my job. And went and work at his cafe. Yeah. Um, so on I was weekends. On weekends. So I had yeah. that Monday to Friday, and you know, for the first like six months of doing that, I didn't fucking really do much of it. But then. Sort of, sort of in reality. We have not uh, get any sales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do I something. That's because I'm doing fuck all. But anyway, so then now then you start going. So it's like it's, you can't with the spreadsheet. Yeah. You know, you follow 80% of the spreadsheet. You know, it's like there's no right or wrong answer. Did you get many people not payers or was there a lot of chasing up and dealing oh, with that sort right. of well, That's the other thing. You, then you got to have payment terms and you don't know what payment terms are. And to be honest, we've like, so many invoices, so we're going, oh, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. Like, like $49 right now for that box means fuck all. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, got, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, like we had new accountants to, like take over recently and there would have been like probably 70,000, 80,000 that was like due. Like G- owing G- for G- a yeah. and you're like, oh, what that IJ and Track Road in Melbourne? It's like, yeah, that's from three years ago. Like, uh, <laughs> you're like, 
Yeah, they pay that. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just clean it, it up, clean yeah. it up. You know, yeah. like so. Yeah. When does it change from like you know you two running around knocking mm. on doors to like okay having like conversations with like Woolworths and big yeah. groups? Well, and stuff. it really changes when we've uh, get on board. You know, these retail consultants who I'll say you partner with. Like, yeah, is it a part- distributor or they're just like cons- advisors, consultants? They're, yeah, they're just consultants. Oh, that do shout yeah. out, shout out to George and Christian from Thrive yeah. Collective Consulting who do brands nationally now. Yeah, but their idea was they worked for Coles, Woolies, worked in logistics and things like that, and it was kind of like we see an opportunity to help really smaller, you know, just starting businesses like mm. like like us crack that market. Um, and so we were their first client. Yeah. Really? And then this yeah. is like, and then he took fifty percent of the business. Yeah, as well. wow. yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is sell our souls for it, but, no. but but this oh, is commercials. Like, yeah, so this yeah, is yeah. like petrol that you know is distributing from their facility to ours. This is oh, you know per every every decimal has a lot of meaning. We almost said a couple of things through, and they're like, guys, you would have run at a fucking loss. Mm. So every time they scanned, you would have run at a loss yeah. because you didn't care about this. So there, there's so much more that goes into it than. TikTok views and and PR and the branding stuff. This is hardcore numbers. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the reality zero point zero one stuff. The, yeah, <laughs> the reality yeah. is our experience with running a business is that we had no idea what to do about any aspect, any pillar of the business at the start. Right, as we've slowly <laughs> learned. Right, you really nailed that in. Yeah, yeah I, think yeah, I got yeah. it. <laughs> but, but as as we've slowly learned what we need for that pillar for marketing or for retail, whatever it is, we bring it in house. Right. So at the, at the start, it's like let's do this True. because we because we have tried to get with the Dan Murphys or get into Woolies, right? And they've told us no. And the reality with these big retailers is they say, "No, nah, you're not for us," but they don't tell you why. So next time you go, you don't know what you did wrong last time, right? So whereas George and Christian were able to help us understand. Um, what was the early feedback? Because be a lot of people listening that want to. Get that's their the problem. Brand. There's no feedback. No, no, early. no, no. We have a beautiful flow. Beautiful okay. flow for you. Yeah. Um, we pitched Dan Murphy's as our first retailer. They said, absolutely not. This <laughs> is making Australians want to drink more alcohol and we don't want to condone that. We said, no worries. What's our strategy here? We jumped That's on Dan Murphy's online and we sacrificed about 30% of our e-commerce margin and we pushed every single person to Dan Murphy's to purchase there. So they were um, willing to give you a shot at least online only. Yeah, but start. anyone can get online. We could get because online tomorrow an endless, with an idea. It's an endless shopping aisle. You can, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. super easy. So then we targeted everything towards there. And then sort of three or four months later, we dabbled saying, have you seen the results here? <laughs> you should see our e-commerce is pumping, let alone yours is pumping, yeah. which is like we were, you know, Driving tumbleweeds over here. Um, and they're like, okay, look, it looks pretty good. Christian and George organised like a nice little trial and we got a 10-store trial. So no, absolutely no, online committed and punched it. We're giving people advice, other brands advice this as well, and it's definitely worked for them as well. Pumped online, got a trial. Um, there's five stores in Sydney, 10 in Vic, and we just – punched it, not just ourselves, but everyone was so excited for us and there was a, there was a nice sort of inner city distribution. Yeah. We did really well. Like we thought we were going to have to buy it all and we got some results back. And when like, was this? Like well, what, what sort good. of year is, is this sort of stuff 2019, I reckon. This okay, year. yeah. yeah. And then, and there was five, in the old world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there was five stores in Sydney we're like, oh, they're going to flop. Yeah. We're just, <laughs> Can't we, send our mates Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had one cousin here and she's like, oh, I'm away for that five weeks. I'm like, great. And then <laughs> we performed really well. Like we performed yeah. really well on those so five where were stores, they it, like, and that ca- gave countertop us. Or oh no, like, we were all in fridges at fridges, the start. Fridges, fridges. And and yeah. one flex we love to to say, but then also like deflect from is that we actually <laughs> outsold Red Bull in those stores over that sort of 
three, four month period yeah. that we had a trial. But at the end of the day, who the fuck buys Red Bull from Dan Murphy's? <laughs> right? Good, statistically, yeah. not sounds many good. people. <laughs> it sounds good, but it's good, right? Yeah, we're putting yeah, up yeah. against an international so, brand, yeah. saying we're smashing them. Yeah. Right? So, so, so that was our our headway to greater retail distribution. So we had a hundred IGA stores, which we micromanaged. So that was all done by you guys, like one by one, almost with the IGA. Yeah, the IGA stuff, cafes, whole stores, even the sixteen Dan Murphy store trial is like we are getting our, we are sending those individually out to those stores because we're going direct to store. Yeah, you're not going to DCs or anything like that. No, 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 no. no. And then peak COVID, our retail cartons go. Well, the Woolies range of you is coming up. Let's have a crack. Yeah, they come back said, look, yeah, we're happy to take you. you know, in all our stores, yeah. 100% wow. distribution. But just to, and to jump on what you said where, before. Where do they put you guys in the aisles? Where are you guys? Just uh, the grab-and-go section, cold fridges, okay, cold, near yeah, perky probiotics right, right. Yeah, and yeah, remedy nice. and stuff. Yeah. But cold. to jump on what you said before about um, like we're the only people selling what we sell, every beer guy comes and says that, right? Like, oh, our beer is lower carbs, um, it's better for the environment, lower CO2 emissions, better margins. Everyone comes in and says that, right, in a giant saturated market. But our deck, like it says like, there's not one other person in the current giant island we live on selling this juice. Is it still the case or have you started still the to have people? There's, there's one little minor one that's like in a couple of stores that are just yeah. that double the price and struggling. So, so have a look at – I was obviously doing my research and like, – <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was I, I think, I think there's some people it. bidding on bay juice. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that was so good. That, that Cut out myself. So Fuck it. <laughs> so good. That was so good. Um but 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 yeah, so so that's we like the way you delivered it before. I was like, you really fucking believing on this. No one else selling this. You can't get this anywhere else. And just listening to him say, I'm like, fuck yeah, that, that's glory days. Like that's how hard we went in there. Yeah. yeah. And then the bias in these big places, like we want to be the first in on this then. And that's what happened with Woolworths. Well, they want to be exclusive well, as well. They're, they're, yeah, like, yeah, at the start they did because we yeah. had no data, no numbers, no brand recognition yeah. until we had some of the PR. And then one of the girls at the cafe making coffees, and she's like, oh, have you seen all the they just TikTok? No, I like don't even have the app. She's like, oh, you guys have got 1.7 million views on your hashtag. And there's wow. just all these TikToks. And one like PT guy being like, this stuff is the best. I drink it all the time. Not an ad. Don't even know what this brand is. I just brought it. And I drink it every weekend. Got, you know, quarter million views, you know, four years ago. 500 comments and he was going, it's only $4 in the chilled section at your nearest Woolworths. Hey, yep, in yeah, yeah, comments, in the chill section, comments, comments, only yeah. four dollars. You know, like, holy shit, wow. this is brilliant. And like, when you get into Woolies, you got to hit some averages, right? So we just landed it. They backed oh, yeah. How us. How does that work? How does that work? Give us a bit of context. well. You go in, and you say, "This is what we're going to do," right? And then when you don't do that, they right. go, "Well, Strike what, one. What, <laughs> what are we going to do about it?" And we go like half price promotion. We give them twenty five k for this sort of marketing exercise. It you know, surely doesn't work, but apparently it worked. Yeah, yeah. Half-price promotion. And half-price promotions are great because you see a half-price promotion and people go, oh, they must be struggling. But it's actually like those tickets at Woolies work. Yeah. Like yeah. people buy those, t- like they go, so it's actually a very cheap way, but also you're making money. Rather than us giving out yeah. 20,000 units, we're sure. still making a little less margin because mm-hmm. we're selling half-price. But people are buying them just going, and those discounts I don't know what the fuck that is. brand but funded, like funded by you guys? Or well, well, do they, well you know, split, I think, unless it, it's confidential. It, it, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. <laughs> it could be. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what it is, but it's fine. But it's like, so we do two types of promotion. We do yeah. a deep promotion, which is from $4 to $3 at Woolies, yeah. and a shallow promotion. So for every uh, sort of cent or whatever, we own 50%. So if yeah, we, okay. if, if right. we sell yeah, 50%. Yeah. Right. Some so retailers are like, so you for, fund everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We love Woolies. 
Shout out, <laughs> great friend of the show. <laughs> we love you. Please. So yeah, all right. That, that, that's that makes sense. When do you guys? Um, when's this all this US? You got like five hundred k in investment, yep. kind of recently in the last year or two, something oh, yeah. like yep. that, and quarter to the interwebs. What was yeah. that, and, um, 15 months ago, maybe yeah, now? Yeah, it's a long time. Back yeah, end of 2020, yeah. a little too. Yeah, probably 18 months ago now. So how yeah. do you expand the retail stuff into the US? Is that like boots on the ground, you're over there meeting people, or do you find like a good, couple a good of trips. partner? Yeah, yeah, a couple of trips over there. My yeah. cousin works in sort of the finance space over there who had a friend, you know, a good friend, friend over friend. there who works yeah. in VCs, and then they've got a connection who, you know, obviously works in Australia here, Trav who helps us out with a lot of stuff, but it was sort of like our ticket into the US market. Um, should we try this over there? Yes, we should. Let's do some research. Again, there's pills, there's things you mix with drinks. Is, is there anything you know, ready to drink for hangovers? No, there's not. Well, that's us. Let's go in there. Um, you know, and and I probably like, then we can admit ironically, like the, the reason we started Bay Juice is because there's a company in in America called speak Morning at Recovery. That. Yeah. If you speak at him, we, I don't know if we're going to hear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, so like yeah, the, yeah. one of the re, one of the main reasons I wanted to kick Bayus off in Australia was a company in America who did a, a, a drink called Morning Recovery, mm-hmm. um, and that was an ex sort of um, you know Korean guy who started this sort of drink. Used to work at Tesla, Google and stuff. Yeah, yep. yeah. So that was a really like at the end of the day, if you're starting a business, you know whether it's CPG or whatever, and you don't have America on your whiteboard going, let's expand yeah. there. Yeah. You're in the fucking yeah, wrong. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Right, so let's have a go. What to, what what's a good time to to start in America? Well, we don't know, but let's just we do, do it now. Though, you know, yeah. When, yeah. So, so we were actually speaking about this early on a couple of our meetings, and a lot of people just go for it, raise money, and just absolutely go for it. But like, it doesn't really work. And and we're so impatient and optimistic, and just just let us fucking go at it. But we had a lot of advice going. No, nah, you've got to start small. Mm-hmm. And make that small so thing. So just work. in New York, you started. Yeah, yeah, in New York. So we've got, we, yeah. we've got distribution of potential yeah. six hundred stores in our portfolio that we've got. We're in about one hundred and fifty now. Are they localized? Like you're trying to keep it local? Are yeah, yeah, yeah. Bodegas, Man- Brooklyn, Brooklyn, all okay, that yeah, sort of right, area. Yeah. Um, and the idea is just to make like proof of concept. Like and like over the December it was snowed in. Don't go outside. There's snow <laughs> everywhere. So it's not really good to go get 600 stores. So yeah. we're, we're just honing in to make that work. Yeah. Um. And based on the timing of when's a good time to launch in the states, well, we started finally paying ourselves a wage. We brought our marketing in house. Kind of mentioned before, PR we do internally, which was going really so well at the start. So all those articles you've got was like driven internally. All of it. We, we had we had a three month campaign with the PR agency, and they did fantastic. They got us on Channel Seven. A couple of new snippets, and it was December. Great time, but Forbes, Daily Mail, News.com, all of it was just off the back of What's us. What's your process on, on, on doing that? Because yeah, like so a lot of people think you can't do PR yourself. Tim, but Tim's the, very good at the, it. And the, Tim, the agencies charge you a fortune as well. Mm-hmm. And the, they said the same thing at the start of every meeting. These are all the media outlets we can get you. We just can't guarantee you any, <laughs> but we can get you in all of these, right? Yeah, but if you'd yeah, like yeah. to pay $6,000 a month, yeah, go yeah, ahead. So it's kind of brutal. So we took the approach of, again, based on our confidence about what we're doing, our product, our story. is like we have an amazing story that people are writing about garbage because they don't have content to talk about. It's pretty hard. Imagine trying to write shit about shit the, the, all the, the fucking the time. The editors have to fill up. They have you to. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're talking about freaking Guinness World Records of a dog lying about his age, which we were talking about the other day. Like <laughs> yeah, that's we what were. it's come to. But then but then the great thing is like who's better to pitch our story than us? So Tim, yeah, yeah. Tim hits up an editor or a journalist going, hey, this is how we started this bloody company, right? 
I met a girl on Tinder, blah, blah, and that person's going, oh, it. my God, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. It's, a, it's a start, middle and end, a photo and a website, and that was it. They would see it, and I'd be like, fuck, what have I got to lose to follow up? Like they've seen it. I'm like, oh, I should, probably shouldn't message him. I don't want to be annoying. So where are you messaging him? Like on Instagram LinkedIn, or LinkedIn? LinkedIn. And, and then I'm sitting there going, fuck, 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 fuck. We'll put all this money in, bent our ass over backwards to this blood, sweat, and tears. Fuck it. Hey, mate, you see what I sent you above? Enter. <laughs> Buddy, I'm so sorry. What a sick story. I lost this in my email box and I hadn't seen it. Thank God I followed him up. Mm. Broadsheet, done. Urban list, done. Um, all of them just popping off all of a sudden and I'm just hounding him. And you send four to one editorial and one's like, oh, sorry, I actually just talk about fashion. Hit up this dude. He'll love to chat to you. Mm. But you're sitting there thinking you're annoying him. Like you're like, oh, do I hit you up? What's the lot? Well, there's not nothing to lose. Nothing by doing to lose. It. And right. then they go, sorry, we're our editorial full this best month. Thing no about, the, best thing, the best yeah. thing about LinkedIn is, is like when you add someone or you mess someone, it's not like you know the old Facebook days where you're like, I don't know you, or it's Instagram where it's like, you know. Like Follow a someone. <laughs> <laughs> you meant to say it. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. You know what I mean? It's just LinkedIn. It's LinkedIn. There's no shame on LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah so, sure. so you just go bang, bang, bang. And when like they haven't a- read your email, you go on their profile and you know it says they've viewed your profile. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, no. It's, 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 it's one of the greatest okay. tools ever is when no one's replies to you, you go on their profile and it goes, Tim O'Sullivan viewed your profile. Oh, shit. I didn't reply to that guy. Oh, yeah. It's like I, a little I, trigger. I turned turn that off because I don't want, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the thing is with that, yeah, yeah. I remember now, like if you can turn it off and no one will know if you've been on theirs and vice, so it's like yeah, 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 maybe yeah. I could Could-way turn straight. that back no, on. Yeah, back yeah. yeah, but that, that was our main little thing we did. So, yeah, we brought it all internally. Australia was running really watertight. And so to find these, like, sorry to cut you off. No, to no, find no, these, no. You're just like looking at articles and a lot of the time they say but article by blah, blah, like. Yeah, so, so you find the people I'd Google to Daily Mail mm-hmm. and I'd read all the articles and it'd be like um, Asahi just acquires blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And you're like, oh, alcohol, beverage, startup. Let's go hit up that person. Oh, actually I'm writing for here. And so then we started, but then we've got a really diverse angle and this is what we're doing for the States. It's industry-related stuff. Yep. So people hearing about logistics and the retail approach, then it's lifestyle, a hairdresser, a real estate agent, a barista, launch a hangover cure, and then it's more like hardcore business stuff and entrepreneurial stuff. So we got so many pillars mm-hmm. and it's so many different audiences. So the industry-related stuff, we had 3PLs reaching out to us, battling over prices, begging us to, to join after uh, industry-related PR. Lifestyle stuff, Tim, would you like to collab? We're doing a, a, reach, a, a brand awareness campaign with all these influencers. All we have to do is give us stock. Oh, sweet. Usually that costs eight grand. Done. There you mm-hmm. go, 300 units. And then the other entrepreneurial stuff is, hey, are you guys looking to raise? Do you want us to give you an appraisal? Do you want to talk about your value? And, and that's you- just all from PR. The Forbes article, he reached out to us on our, you know, I shouldn't give away our secret here, but he was reading all the articles about our race mm-hmm. and he was seeing us everywhere. Reached He's out like, to us on it and our, on our website, info at yeah. So like, it, was a, it was a website inquiry. He did our, he did it, and he did the longest piece ever on us, start to finish. And then that's what our, we're doing a big raise now, which we can touch on. The two lead uh, investors there screenshotted that article and sent it to each other. And like, that's that fucking drink we're drinking when we're away. I loved it. Whoa, whoa. And they're all reading it and they're going, done, hit them up. We had meetings with them. We're going through all the process now and we're 98% of the way there. So what's pros, from that article. pros and cons of taking on investment? What do you think? Um, well, the con obviously is that your equity dilutes. So yeah, like, yeah. no, that's like honestly, it, it's, it's such a good idea. Then you, and then you see the new dilution. Like, ah. <laughs> do you not feel like? Pro- ever, I feel like this, the other con is like, fuck. Now I got to report to people. No, There's no, also- no. But see, that's that's where we. That's where I think we've been 
like rather good. Like you, you can kind of yeah. We have never like, we haven't done a VC route once that's yet. It. Oh, well, okay, we take yeah. on investors, and stuff. you can kind of yeah. go. There's people that are investing in the brand, but also in Tim and myself and Sue Min. So it's like you know we we we're, we're not there to be. Thanks for the very much for the money. This is how we've explained, <laughs> you know, obviously. But for this, this, is, this, is, this is how we've explained. We're, we're, we're going to sort of, you know, put the funds towards, but we don't want someone over our shoulder breathing on us going, nah, don't like that, don't like this. You know, like trust in us, invest in us first, then invest in the and brand. They go, Sweet. And we they, don't have yeah. the time to fucking bother you, right? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is going to be perfect Sweet. then. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so that's kind of where, that's kind of where we yeah. get, where we get to with investment, where it's like you know the, people are believing in the direction we're going. So there's not so much people like there's not so much controllingness. And then yeah. obviously people who have money to invest in businesses obviously have a, a, a repertoire of connections. So there's obviously benefit yeah, for us that massive. you can go bang, yeah. bang, bang, speak to that person, speak to that person, speak to that person, and go for your. So life. 2024, like. Growing in the US is a big priority or? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So we're going to do the whole PR approach. We can't do it ourselves because we don't know the lay of the land as well as we yep. do here. So we're going to work with someone collectively to do all that approach. Um, but the same thing, exactly what I spoke about, the pillars of all of our different articles, we're going to try and repeat over there. And so that pitch when you're sending to like, you know, a more like logistical one versus yeah, like yeah, a one, yeah. is, the, is the pitch slightly like, is the pitch different oh, to each definitely. person? Because you want to yeah, be tickling, the last, you know, the what they want to hear. Bootstrap, backed by potential billionaire and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like that's the lifestyle stuff. The industry-related stuff is they've done 35, 40-foot containers of tiny little sachets, this bootstrapped it. This is their, that's yeah. One, their that's dish. one thing we've had to adjust to in the US because we went over a couple times to two um, sort of CPG expeditions, right? Product-y right. stuff Product for our listeners, CPG. Right. Yeah. And, you know, one of them was in Philly, one of them was in Anaheim, which is like Disney World and that's it, right? <laughs> and you're walking around, you're going, oh, you guys are like a probiotic soft drink. And, <laughs> and, and, and we're in 4,000 stores here going, yeah, we're fucking killing it, right? <laughs> and we're going, hey, how are you going with your product? They're like, oh, you know, we're, we're going all right. We're in 9,000 stores. And that's just the scale of America. Oh. And, and we're going, they're going, how many stores are you in? We're going, um, <laughs> What was that, mate? Coming, coming. So I got a call, but like, you know, the vast scale of it, like this last expo we went to was like size of, you know, football, the MCG or, you know, I know we're on a Sydney podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The MCG just out of the way, mate. Put some respect. But they are hustlers over there. Hustlers. And the best thing about America is it's like I think with Australia with their tall poppy syndrome, it's like, oh, I don't really want to help you because you might compete compete with me. Where it's like such a family over there that you we could we we, we went up to competitors like what what you could consider as competitors and be like, this is where we're at. And they're like, you should speak to them. You should speak to them. You know, that's it was cool. very, it, yeah, it's that's nice. what we loved about it. You know, it's a it's very like, very you, you got to adjust as well when you're talking to Americans. Like you know how Australians everything oh, like you play it down. Yeah. Talk, you know, what? everyone's like you get introduced to someone like, oh, these these two boys have done something awesome in Australia. Like. Oh, it's not that big a deal, you know. It's yeah, like, yeah. In America, you do that. Like, who the fuck and, is this? Here? And, yeah. You have to be like, yeah, we're fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. go. You yeah. know, you know. No, like, but Spot we're on. also guilty of that here in Australia as well. You look at someone, you go, I like their brand, but fuck you for the success you've been having. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas, like, that's not mean to. No, nah, but like, you don't mean to. That's just like, I don't know. It's just the culture yeah. here. Yeah, it's Whereas, weird, huh? It's weird. It's very weird. But anyway, Australians. So would you say that you guys are a retail first brand or where's Acom fit into this sort of piece of the puzzle for you guys? That's our next phase. Final frontier. But but it's like the classic 
you know, let's go all in on retail. Oh, fuck, we've got e-com. Let's go all in here. Oh, shit, that's lapsing. So we've finally got a nice balance now. E-com's just doing that nice little hockey stick we all yeah. dream of or at least screenshot and put on decks. Uh, <laughs> I'd say, I'd say it's, very, it's, it's very natural to go where the momentum's going, right? And yeah. for us for years it's been retail. And, uh, and I think, honestly, e-commerce is something we've really neglected. And for a few reasons, but one of the main reasons is Australia Post are hopeless, right? <laughs> you know, that they are. like So in America, we're, we're doing stuff online and it's there, you know, you can go from A to B, which is across the country, which is a, it's a big country, yeah. right, in two days. Whereas here we're sending something from Melbourne to Sydney. It might oh, take eight days, right? Painful. For inevitably Post to, to bugger it up anyway. You yeah. know what I mean? So like the econ- the for America, they are so far ahead of us yeah. for e-commerce. So I think that's one of the yeah. main reasons we've neglected, you know. But we, yeah. 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 But we've got new ideas to so just – you can't just have it sit there. So that's why we're doing the new merch. We're going to include subscriptions once our new website's done. Mm-hmm. So you get a slab dropped off once a month, whether it's a share house to say three of us live there. I was going to say you're drinking a lot if you want a slab once yeah, a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. But it's a bit of a share, share house. house. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or our house. Um, yeah, yeah. Or a wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free wedding. Free That's the next stop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wedding fucking yeah, wedding yeah. planners. Oh, it's funny how like oh, yeah. everyone on their desk See, has a little bay juice yeah, there yeah, on the yeah. table. A lot of people do reach out to us saying, we love your product, I'm getting married or whatever, and we- We have free shit. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> can. Right. Just send us some photos. So like, so yeah. for anyone's listening, you know, it'll cost Content you for product. product. <laughs> no, there you go. Yeah, 100%. Um, all right, so there's there's more shit that we'll unpack, but I wanted to ask some stuff earlier on. We're 45 minutes in, so I better Woo! ask now. Wow. I wanted to know, like, oh, I'm always interested what you guys were doing before before you kind of did this. You mentioned mm. you're a barista. You were, yep. you did something with commercial him. real estate. Commercial like, real estate, yeah. yeah. So Walking around how in a long, suit like a loser. When did you realize that fuck? We were to figure something out on our on our own. What, what point yeah. was that in your life? Well, uh, can I like I don't want to big ourselves up here, right? But, but Tim and I had a lot of ideas, sort of growing. We used to door knock. Ideas, right? man, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the castle. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but we, we we were door knocking a lot, and you know we, you, you get rejected from a door, and you, you know, it was funny walking around together. You'd be like, "What a fuck with," you know that guy that told us to piss off. But anyway, there's there's a big sandwich craze that's happening in Melbourne right now. Uh, you know where I'm going with this? Oh right? yeah, in Sydney so, alone. So I sandwiches well, so, everywhere. Yeah, sandwiches Dallies. like you know it's that new deli, the toasties yeah. and stuff like that, or whatever it is. I think Melbourne's very much a lot more like foodie culture. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. No, I agree with that. But, uh, <laughs> sorry, shit, did I say that? Loud? Um, yeah. no, but, but the point I'm trying to get is that Tim and I had like three, th- we had three or four ideas, right? Um, that, you know, like I said, we were kind of almost too immature to get off the ground or, or what we were, yeah, whatever we were doing. Did was, you guys get like, what's the shiny object syndrome? You're like, yeah, fuck, let's do this. Correct. Let's do that. Exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. I think the right idea sort of not fell on our lap because that's sort of giving elsewhere, yeah, someone else too much credit, but the, it was the right time. Right idea, you know, mm. we're in a position where we could go bang, bang, bang. We're set up, yeah. you know, your parents, yeah, you, you, you guys had, as a family had bought a cafe. Yeah. I was in a secure job, you know, so I think yeah. it was the right, it was the right idea, right? He knows, talk to me. Yeah, but it was the it was the right idea that sort of just sort of like, yeah, and, and oh, I'm only saying and, it because fucking no, we won't fine. hear it. No, 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 no. Like, audio yeah, shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, right idea, right time. For, 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 for me, it was um, I had my whole journey through the cafe life. Yeah. So that yeah. was everything for me personally. So Could I you was, be any more Melbourne? I, 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 was, I was early 20s. <laughs> I, was getting, I was just getting buckled every weekend and my parents were like, how the fuck are we going to settle Tim down? So they're like, let's buy a cafe that will open up at 6 o'clock in the morning and he can open every day for six days a week. So it was a bit of a shock to the system for me. Mum was a teacher. Dad was in IT sales. Um, both really switched on people when we all brought a cafe. 
Um, prior to that, I was bartending, doing whatever, landscaping, carpentry, roof plumbing, fixing a mate's house, just whatever I could get enough for some beer money and everything else. Um, so then I settled down, got the cafe. I hid in the dishwashing section for weeks. I was just too scared <laughs> to go and serve everyone. And then someone called up sick and was like, there's no barista. Tim, you're the one that's got half an idea about a coffee machine compared to me and your mum. So his dad said that. And then made coffee all day, fucked it all up. Next day I was a pretty good barista. So dived in the in the deep end and then That's I why started. That's coffee so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I started taking over the social media to try to bring more people in. And then we redid the menu because the margins were really poor. Um, everything was too cheap but too expensive. Our chef was terrible and overserved everything. So then I started learning about margins, social media, marketing. And then I was like, oh, this is an amazing platform to learn and I'd finally chilled out a bit. So, Dad, how does it work, you know, with the payroll? Um, what are the margins on kombucha? Why do we get so many flavours if we never sell them during winter? Good point. Let's fuck that off and just do our own juices. Apples are 60 cents each. We sell a juice for seven bucks. Let's do more apple juice for kombucha. And, you know, so I'm 23, 24, 25, and then it was a 35-seated cafe and we learned that a lot of people were coming in with prams or groups but it was too small. So like we need to expand, like build it and they will come. Um, we've built a name. Everyone, every, everyone, everyone, everyone loves so it. We're going to say no babies in here. Yeah, right? no. <laughs> but, but everyone loves it. it's a family business. So be like, hey, dad, can you please look after this person? Oh, that's your dad. Oh. So we started uh, yeah, telling a story and everyone started, you know, migrating from the trendy cafes to the family cafe that grew up in the area and um, respected everyone and would round down your bill or give someone a free coffee if they couldn't afford it. We became a bit of an institution in the area then. What we, area is this in Melbourne? Yeah, if in you want Essendon. a free coffee, go there because yeah. that's how I've got no so money. <laughs> this, this, this is in Essendon um, in between sort of the airport and the city. It's a great little suburb. And then we, if, it's yeah. Yeah. A, if it's not an AFL team, I've probably never heard of the suburb. Yeah. 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 There you go. But then we took over a room behind us in front of us, left of us. We took over, built a courtyard, got a license. Um, we do burgers at 5 o'clock Friday nights, there 5 till 10. Um, we do 21st, everything. We, we, we moved into the alcohol model. Mm. Way better margins, less staff, less, you don't need two baristas. So think about all the things I'm learning here. Um, and, and that transitioned really quickly into a lot of what I brought to Bay Juice um, through all the margins and learning and then dad helping and all the consulting and talking to everyone at the cafe and using that as market research. And and that was my foundation for realising I actually sort of know a lot about these little things and and I was willing to learn about them. And, and for me, that's how I build everything that I like all the little bits and pieces that I, I can offer. You, you, you mentioned you, you chilled out a bit. Now a little birdie <laughs> told me that while you're in school, you got kicked out of a pretty, <laughs> a pretty prestigious school. What's Google, it? Google it. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah, give me that. This is my studio. You've probably told it before, but yeah, give yeah. us the, like, I, two, like the, the, the summary version yeah. of how do you get kicked out of this school? You're a bit of a. Well, well, my parents wanted to get me out of the country. So they sent me to New Zealand with my school to go skiing mm-hmm. um, during, winter. This is plan A. Plan B was buy a cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, plan A. Uh, so they, they kicked me off to New Zealand. They thought it'd, it'd straight me out and I'd be surrounded by teachers and they get rid of me. And um, we just had this big kleptomaniac two or three days and we just started shoplifting so much shit <laughs> just because we were bored, we're snowing, I'm Good skiing and doing model. this. Yeah. So Good started, margins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great margins. So she moved to the US. They don't mind about yeah. that now. So. <laughs> So started nicking jackets. On the last day, she pulled us off the bus, gone, everyone empty your bags. We had shit everywhere. New Zealand police escorted us back to the oh. camp. We had bins for every store we'd stolen from. <laughs> Come down the escalators, Tullamarine Airport in Melbourne. My parents are standing there along with a ton of press. Um, we we 
fucking fang home next morning, Channel 9, Channel 7, Channel 10, um, prestigious AV college Peter students. Peter at the Gus Shoplifting, $19,000 spree, $7,000 spree, $30,000 spree. There's four different because numbers. Because when you go to a private school, the, the first – um, thing they mentioned in the article is how much it costs to go there a year. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So then um, 30 of us stole, four of us got expelled because they didn't have the best track record, and then I got denied from about four local schools. Wow. Had to have some family friends vouch for us at a, a half-decent one and, and finish my time and, there. And then if I, <laughs> if I can continue on for that, sorry, the reason I went into real estate was because I was a little shit and I was like, how can I get rich quickly? Without, without, without going to uni. I want to wear a right? suit every day. Yeah, I want yeah, to have yeah, a fancy yeah. car. Like, yeah, exactly. Got my wage on exactly. Lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can go to uh, a like sorry the REIV, which is similar for every, every state, and go. I can do a one week course, and I can get qualified. Done one week. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I'll go to two days of that. <laughs> no, literally, and then it's like you get a job, and like. Like where I got employed, they were like, if you had a uni degree, you'd be like, no, you're way too overqualified to work here, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That. Did you guys, did you try uni? Did you do uni at all? Three days I went three to, yeah. yeah. I was wasted like three months. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good effort. I know, I yeah. Yeah. That's a very good effort. But that's the reason. And then you get there and you go, wow, there's a lot of people that are way more driven, a lot more passionate about this. And at the end of the day, selling is all about passion for me. It's just like, you know, I, you, you like, that's what I said. Um, what I said earlier is well, people invest in Tim and I more so than the business because they can see us, you know, biting, you know, for, for, for the right, going for it, yeah, going, yeah. You know, trying to steal, steal, you know, mic air, you know, the, the, the air off each other. Right. And it's just like that. Oh, I got there and I was like, I love it, but I'm not going to get anywhere in this place because there's that more, like that many more people than me. It's hard to have more if you don't care me. about it. They just want yeah. it more. Spot on. They, they yeah. want it more. Spot on. That's probably the undiagnosed ADD as well. Yeah. If you don't know, what's that on the wall? Right <laughs> um, I want to talk to you some about some other stuff. Now, I don't know how long you've been doing this. It's new to me because I don't know. I just come across you guys like in the last couple of months. But this whole new content strategy seems like a lot of fun. Um, right? Is that yep. something new? Is that something you've been doing for a couple of years? Very, very new. Tell me about yep. that. Like really fun. You've got the podcast yeah. pre-drinks, which – you launched a couple months yep. ago. You've got your pink overalls, as I mentioned earlier. Yep. Pretty fun stuff. Talk talk us through kind of the how you thought of the idea and the execution, yeah. and what it looks like. We we actually had a good friend of ours, Matt, who's really a great marketing brain. Um, we caught up with him, had a beer, chat, and he's just like, look, I'm not going to lie. You guys have really let slip. You're just this boring commercial brand now. You post photos of Woolworths on shelves. You talk about how it helps. He's like, man, you guys are a party brand. You guys yes. can get away with fucking anything. Yes. He's like, just go for it. He goes, the reason I fell in love with Bajus and you guys is because your personalities came out in the brand at the start. Through your PR, through your cheek, through podcasts you featured on, you know, you gave all your energy and stuff. How can you transition that into the brand? So we're fighting around. We had the pink jumpsuits for Good Food and Wine Show. So just exposed, jumping around. Everyone was frothing it. They look so sick, man. They are They're nice. We went cool. to a lot of effort to They're get cool, them. Man, Swimming, expensive to dry clean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the one time I've done last 18 months. Um, and then we did one video because we was bored and we were wearing the suits and we had them. I just chuck them on and fart around and got a few thousand views. I'm like, oh, this is – a few thousand views is better than getting 11 likes of a cool photo, you know, with the film camera at a house party and shit. Let's just flog a couple of videos and then we started thinking about some good ideas and then people are messaging us going, this is great. What's next? How recently was this? Like give me a month. Was it last year at some point? Back in the last year? Yeah, I reckon, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah, August, September last year. Yeah, 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 I reckon. And then we started doing a couple and then a couple more and everyone started getting around it and then – we were like, well, like, so we brought all the socials in-house that we're talking about, bringing it all in. So, so I'm you behind. had an agency doing some of that stuff for you? A years, while or? ago, early last year we did. Mm-hmm. 
And then I do all the socials now and I was just like, fuck, I'll do anything for some extra content, like anything. So, yeah, you do a video, that's one a week. Seven days in a week at one video. So what else can we do? So we started pumping it out more. We started not giving a shit about what we were pumping out as well. And do, like, they, do you guys did, have some fun with this? Like, is it just like, awesome. like, We have a bloody ball, man. Yeah, yeah, it's like, so good. Like, we, we love doing it together and um, there's no right or wrong and it's just – it all comes together and it's ad hoc or we plan some, whatever. Um, and I was like, oh, this is working for me behind the content, the engagement. It's very on brand. It's cheeky. So we give reference to our product and the stores in a really nice subtle way. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, let's do this podcast. And we've always wanted to do it. Um, the idea around the podcast is like we have a laugh and we obviously talk a lot of shop in the car. So it's like imagine if there was a mic in the car right <laughs> yeah, now. Listen to it. Much. Like, let's, let's do that. So like the first couple of episodes, mm-hmm. Tim's walking out of it going, what did we talk about just then? And I yeah. said, that's brilliant. Yeah. But, I love that. Yes. but super worried. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you ever get you After ever the worried? edit, it's really going to yeah. be good. Yeah. 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 Are you ever like uh, worried about you're going to get a call from Woolworths and be like, hey, boys, reel that back 10%? No. Or no you're pretty- At the end of the day, like. Well, it's, not, like it's not like risque. It's just fucking no, silly. Because yeah. 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 We, yeah. We, yeah. Believe, yeah. we believe what we're doing is going to sell more product. It's still a little bit topical as well. Like yeah, it's kind yeah. of what's trending and people like, talking about it. We're not doing anything R, right? You know, we're just, yeah, 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 we're, yeah. Not doing any, <laughs> we're not doing anything that's worth jail time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since stealing skin jackets. But momentum's a beautiful thing. So we started seeing a few thousand views on it and shares and then people we know in marketing or people being connected to us going out of their way to be like, hey, guys, just quickly, what you're doing is working, double down, great job. Some really high, like, thinkers and analytical people and marketers Massively. are going out of their way to message us going, hey, watching what you're doing. Like, that's why I, that's why I reached out doing. and I'm like, it's so fucking fun. Yeah. It's cool. Like, that's that's what made me pay attention and well, realise. Yeah, 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 awesome. Ultimate, that's the ticket. Yeah. Ultimately, we spoke to a guy called Jake Carls who has a massive business with his sister and brother-in-law called Midday Squares. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were the right. Yeah, and he just said – to us one day, he goes, I want people to go into a store and go, I know that guy. Yeah. I'm going to buy the product. So that's mm. kind of trying to like without, you know, stealing it. And I, that's kind of yeah. where we're trying to get but to. It's, that's, that's, we want people to 23 yeah, yeah. And, and like, it's going to be all 24. You were talking to, to Yui, who's the, who's the man behind the camera yeah. today about you've seen some of his content. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. that's the go. most powerful yeah, way yeah, yeah. to yeah. promote a brand, to launch a brand. Like you can't just start and be like, I'm going to spend 30 grand on Facebook ads. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. Expect people yeah. to pay attention. Yeah. Well, well that content's like, transitioned into our yeah. Facebook ads. Exactly. Transitioned into an entire is, TikTok exactly strategy. Exactly. Is the foundation. Yeah. And then you see what works and what pops. It's, and then you, you got data before yeah. you go and start putting some messy paid money It just keeps us relevant, keeps us relevant, keeps us relevant. Yeah. And at the end of the day, people don't have to go in to Woolies and go, that's Liam and Tim. They go, I've seen those pink suits before. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Bang, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you in the basket. Yeah. But, but also one thing that's really important to us is product position. So we did that cheeky thing where we poured beiges into a $1,200 bottle of grains yesterday saying this is how you should drink fancy wine to avoid a hangover. You pour some out, you put beiges in, you drink it, you'll get no hangover. And everyone's having a fucking heart attack. Yeah. But product position-wise, you're consuming beiges with alcohol. But it's completely mixing the message and us being fuckwits. It's not obvious. Do you guys have your own TikTok? No, no. You need to make your own TikTok. I I did and I started doing some videos and I was loving it. But then now I'm like, I just want to go all in on like, I don't know. 
I'm so I'm, gotta, I, got, I spend so much time on the screen. It's starting to really fuck with me. You a bit. just post the same thing you're posting on Instagram, and yeah. like on average, you're going to oh, get. Do you mean personally or pages? No, no pages. Oh no, you were saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because I thought you said you forgot. Sorry, people doing hashtags, but you don't have. Yeah, no, no, no. So we're doing now. So we're doing fucking morning, lunch, and night. Just trying to fucking blame. So yeah, I'm both. I'm both. Morning, lunch, and night. Morning, lunch. You mean breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Breakfast, lunch, and sunset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, no, we're trying to crunch it. Okay, on that. you are. And so, it's all yeah, transitioning yeah, yeah, yeah. into each other. And, yeah. <laughs> you fucking idiot. I love it. I love <laughs> but, yeah, but, no, but it's it's working. We love it. And, and it's important that we have that. Like, even with the Highlight stuff, it, it didn't make it. So, we're running over Beiges, but the idea is Beiges is going to protect you from a night out. So, there's still these little mini messages. We're not just being dickheads. No, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah we're doing both. What's and how many best? people <laughs> messaged last yesterday being like, Please tell me that wasn't a real bottle of Granger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're, yeah, we're, we're keeping our lips here. Stay tuned to find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, fuck. Well, either way, twelve hundred dollar bottle. You got to make sure it's going to good use. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's it's, it's for twenty thousand views. Play it's on. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you that. What's been your best or like most successful video marketing strategy? Like what's yeah? What's been like the fucking the, the launch of the the podcast? The podcast, yeah. Because we've, so. we've featured on a lot. We've had our articles. Mm-hmm. And we've always had a little bit of a profile or presence being yep. the Bray Juice guys and just going for it and really being vulnerable and telling our story a lot over over the course of time. When we came out in our pink suits and did three different promo videos going, we're finally going to launch a, a podcast about fun shit. It, like that was kind of like everyone's like, oh, like, fuck yeah, like cool. Like, no, no, I don't reckon to me be like, oh, you know. Uh, mm. And then it was on is in that fun realm and we're being dickheads. So I think um that was definitely the start of it, not just views wise, but being like on people's radar that from here on out, there's going to be tons of content of us doing dumb shit. Yeah. Uh, so I think I that think was a really nice forward. catalyst and mm. it got really good responses, people sharing it, people hitting us up, when's it launch, can't wait. So it's just that little side engagement that comes in from it that you don't usually get. But when people are messaging you that like you're friends with, but you don't text each other much. Hey, mate, love the podcast. When's the next one coming out? Or replying to stories, being like, ha-ha, and talking about something 40 minutes in. Like, oh, what the fuck? People are actually listening to this and engaging with what we're doing. And we put so much effort into it and time and money to get all those responses and, and stuff like that. I was like, fuck yeah. One of, one of, one of um, the, like, my favourite videos is that at the bowls with that old, with that old yeah, club. Yeah, that, no, that is no. all time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That, that's so we that's we play bowls at that club. Yeah. We, we, we were going to stay in Sydney for the night, but we've got to play bowls in the morning. So we're going to fly yeah. that. We're going to get the, the, the red eye. The red eye. The red eye to get back I don't know if 8 o'clock's the red eye. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't tell red, them. They didn't know. It's red enough. Everyone's going to be tracking your flight. Yeah. One of the really fun things you guys do with the podcast, I think it's hilarious, is like you read out and discuss like your one-star reviews. Yes. Great idea. Idea. What's one that is? Do you have any that sticks out? I know you, you usually would have them in front of you. Is there yeah. any? Do you have a favorite one or the funniest well, one? We, we have some fucking stupid ones, obviously. Yeah. Like some really like so people obviously have really high <laughs> expectations, or they think it's you know the purpose of the product is something completely different. I think I know the one you're going to say. Yeah, but you go. There you say. Okay, well, someone's message is going. Um, I'm allergic to pears. Oh, yeah. But I brought your product anyway. Um, I regret it. Shouldn't have done it. Um, I, I, I had a little reaction. <laughs> so, yeah, right. It was just like. 
how like how does that come I to? Think a lot of, uh, I think they're getting egged on by us reading and maybe. See, one thing, like, yeah. are you like kind of encouraging one star reviews? We yeah, and we were like, bring it on, yeah, fuck yeah. it, okay. fuck it, yeah, a little uh, bit. The but best like, two star rated brand, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, but at the end of the nice. day, honestly, yeah. any brand owner will know this. Like, if you get a bad review, you don't have to publish it on your website. Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, oh really? Yeah. What? We publish all of that. That's why they're only five stars. But I mean, but I'll give some credit to our production team that does the podcast with us you know we're, we're literally a team um and we digested all this stuff and we were a bit like oh i don't know and they're like nah man like this is this is authenticity at its finest sure. as as a brand owner um brand owners will get it and people that aren't brand owners will respect that yo it's just going fuck we got fucking one star reviews and people roasting us every week and stuff mm. like that but um yeah that was that was the idea it it's funny and hilarious but there's the authenticity side of it, which is weird, but which is really important to us. And so how do you plan out an episode? Like obviously when I'm doing this once a week, yeah. I've got a guest, you know, I can't come out with some sort of angle yeah. and go down. What do you guys, what's the, how do you plan? Or did you sit down and be like, let's No, talk, no, no, let's it's a, shit. how's your week, love or hate? Just to give well, a bit of personality to the two like, of us and people getting familiar with our voices and we move into our sort of segments. Yeah, like Tim and I, obviously we spend a lot of time <laughs> during the week. We're like when they tell us, you get on the podcast, you're like, how's your week been? You're like, mate, you've been with me yeah. the whole time, right? <laughs> but like we've only just recently just sort of, because Obviously, we text a lot, but we've only just set up a little WhatsApp group between just Tim and I again, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is like where we can just, you know, brain dump stuff in. And yeah. then, you know, there's like, it's very segmented. So it's like, we need something for this. We need something for that. You know, like this, the the, the latest one we did where it's like, yeah, you because know, obviously I'm not bigging us up here. We've run out of like one star reviews for our product. Yeah. Read, <laughs> we did that smash them out. out <laughs> right? right? Yeah. But we've just gone, let's look at, you know, our producer goes, I just drove past a brothel, right? And I wondered- <laughs> Does anyone leave reviews for this? And so we've gone. There's some great reviews. And we have full names. Full names. That's right. Timo Sullivan said, had a great (laughs) time. Thanks, Cindy. (laughs) And then we we read out reviews recently about our local local Maccas. Yeah, I've got a five thirty. Oh, but no, but then, but then we like read out local uh, reviews from our Maccas where Tim used to work. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was a Maccas alumni as well. Can I ask whereabouts were you working? Uh, Preston's McDonald's, not Preston. Yeah, yeah but, no, okay, but what gotcha. were you doing? Like, mate, I was the back area manager, mate. Oh wow! Yeah, so you yeah. could actually own a McDonald's now, Ricky, because if you want to own a McDonald's, you have to have worked there and managed a joint. And I didn't manage it. Yeah. I was just the king. <laughs> manage the burgers. King of little shit. Funny story. Not a lot of people know. I actually got fired from Mackers. Oh. Rehired. Yeah. Uh. There's a little bit of controversy, but I was never, I've never really been good at um <clears throat> taking uh I've never been good with authority if I don't respect the person. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. And like let's just say you've you've worked at Mackers. I guarantee some people listening have worked yeah, at Mackers. Yeah, for sure. Uh you're, if you're, you're named like the back area manager, right? You feel like no one can tell you what to do. <laughs> Just because I'm not an official trained crew trainer doesn't mean there's any sort of hierarchy. Yeah, some, yeah, yeah. some some person from front area who's a crew trainer might have thought they could tell me what to do. <laughs> and I told them otherwise. We weren't having it. No, I wasn't having it. So no, yeah, right, shout out to the, to the Maccas crew now. Yeah, we love the Maccas. We've gone everywhere all over yep. in, in, in this thing. What you mentioned earlier, like when you first launched the Beijus, was like green and, you know, yellow, yep. real natural. I want to know. From that first batch to now, what has changed as like, you know, anything, like tell me some of the big things that changed the packaging. Have you changed your formula for the juice? Yeah. It's only hundred percent juice. Yeah. I don't think you can really change that. Oh, but what sort yeah. of changed and evolved like over the past we all, five years? We always laugh about it because we went all science at the start. Oh, you went that approach. And then we're talking about DHM and detoxification and where the enzymes place and how you find it. And then we were like not very compliant because there wasn't like enough science to back everything we said. So we're like, oh, okay. Um, what should we do? 
drink this before alcohol. And what do you think consumers are going? All right, oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done. So we put Thank it on the you. front of the packaging. Why did you say sooner? We put it on our website. <laughs> we put it on our website. And now it's just everywhere. It says, drink this before alcohol. See, We're not saying it's a QR well, or anything. And then we, yeah, we, had, we just simplify and it changed we, everything. We had like wellness after badness on the <laughs> well, It sounds nice, but it's, it's very confusing. Nice, <laughs> but then now it's like bay before you play and, yeah, like mm. obviously the, the – the pear juice is the so pear simple. Juice. So did you guys have like in the early days if you went down that route, like you got to comply with like the ARTG, like what you can say and stuff? Yeah, yeah there's you, a lot of stuff. But we didn't you know think we that? did, but we found out nah, we had to. Well, <laughs> our, our mantra was early days we're getting sort of pulled in every direction. You can't say this, you can't say you can't. Let's say let's just say what we want and then we'll get pulled up eventually. It'll be a little slap on the wrist. They're not going to shut the doors to the manufacturing facility by, by no stretch. So that's what we kind of yeah. spent the first 80 months saying, Tick green, like a tick on the front of the packaging saying reduces hangover symptoms. You can't say that. No, nah, no. Nah. You can't, you just, can't even say that. But it, there's the CSIRO nah. fucking article. Yeah. Well, wow. well then, well, then yeah. they update their website every five years. So anything that's sort of collecting dust, they ditch and then sort of replace. So then more recently, that's just sort of done its time. Because so many journos were hitting them up for comments. Yeah. Because yeah. they're going, no, it's on the CSIRO, mate. Just check yeah. it out. <laughs> but, yeah, that's pretty much it, though. No change of formulas, just simplified our packaging, really. Yeah. Messaging is really important as well, and I think quantifying what, you, what you're giving someone for a price. Yeah. I think that's something that, for sure. you know, a lot of people start brands. And, you know, actually another thing we'll talk about. I, ha- I had this in my list, but we've completely gone off the, off yeah. the list. Now, <laughs> you guys, right, you didn't – You guys, how long until you went full-time before you were able to quit your jobs? Oh, like years, four right? and a half years. Yeah, and yeah. when did you start getting paid? A few years in, right? Yeah, four and a half years, yeah. So January many people – we, we quit our jobs when we could pay ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we were like, yeah, oh, yeah. let's not make any money for a bit. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. This is a multi-million dollar brand as well. Like, the sky's the limit in terms yeah. of distribution. We, and by the way, it. we still pay ourselves – Bugger all. Oh, of yeah, course. Yeah, 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 40 yeah. grand on paper, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. Hello to you. Um, no. No, people, people, and my point with this is yeah. like people, if they're not making bank profit in month one or two, they give up. If you got True. like, what was it for you guys that like I'm, you've obviously had belief in this product. What is it? How do you, you know, continue to go through this year on year, month after month and put on all the work, like put in the grind, still shop and you're having fun when like a lot of people would give up like sooner, what made yeah. you get through all that period and was only self-doubt yeah. at any stage? It's like, fuck, we might be selling a lot, but is it's like a true yeah. business model in this when I can make enough profit to pay myself and grow at the same time? Like was there any head noise well, around that stuff? Well, or? I think there is, but like at the end of the day, like sales are good, but early early doors you want the sales to be better, obviously. So we are spending a lot of profit on things that you mightn't have to spend 15 years in. So we're doing some, you know, we're still trialing and erring mm. like stuff that, Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. And then obviously we've got the US launch as well. Like so, our business is still in Australia. It'd be profitable without the US launch. It's why we're going to raise money right now. Yeah. So, um, you know, like it's yeah. People used to tell tell us, "Oh, you won't make any money for the first twelve months," and be like, "Oh, piss off." Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we yeah. We're five years in. We're only yeah. just starting to make you know to turn so a profit. Funny, right? yeah. for, for for me, I think sometimes as well. Um, when you think of ideas, you try to think of an idea no one's thought about, right? And you can't buy anywhere else. And you can sit there and rattle your brain for months, like just trying to think of a gadget or a drink or something in fashion. It's pretty hard to find something that isn't being sold or done or innovative. So early days, we were like, there's, there's just nothing else like this. And when we were pitching retailers, they said to us, we, we don't know what category you belong in. Like, like you guys are currently – like it confused people and you could read as negative, but right now you don't belong anywhere. But that was so powerful without us understanding. 
So then we're in Dan Murphy's, we're in petrol and convenience stores, we're in cafes, we're in wellness stores. So that just created this whole extra realm for us to be approachable in. If you're in beer, you're in bottle shops. You know what I mean? Your nappies in your supermarkets, you know, but we can be in bottle shops, supermarkets, pharmacies, tanning salons, nail salons, because you're about to go out. We can collab with anyone. We can collab with any alcohol brand, any festival, because it's absolute versus Murnoff at a festival, right? Or it's vodka soda and versus grain shaker. We, we never verse anyone. So mm. that was been like, we are in our own Crane lane here. One, yeah. And we have currently got this whole market position. Whoa. Well, that's the other, <laughs> but, but uh, to add on to that, it's like, how do you value your business? Because we can't say we're an orange juice and yeah, the yeah. orange juice market's worth X amount and we've got 20% of it because we go, well, we, we're kind of in juice, but we're also <laughs> on the yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, well, we're going we're, good. Yeah. <laughs> we're killing it. Yeah. Where, where, of all those segments, yeah. like where where do you see, like where do you sell the best? Like maybe not the most because obviously there's, you might be in way more groceries than fucking yeah, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. of those kind of like platforms, whether it be servos or, you know, bottlers or. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like really we sell the best in grocer, which, groceries, which yeah. is where we shouldn't sell the best, but we do just only because of the distribution that we've got there, right? Yeah. You know, like if we, we you know, we're in a thousand – yeah, but that's the other thing. If you walk into a Dan Murphy's tonight and then you walk into a Woolies next to it, there'll be that many more people in Woolies than there will be in the Dan Murphy's, right? So it's just a foot traffic thing. That's why what Tim said before about sort of our marketing angle and getting a bit stale and commercial. So we spend a lot of time saying, we're in Dan Murphy's, we're in Woolies. We're going, you don't need to tell people you're in those stores. There's a lot of people in those stores already. How do we sell sure, them when they're in this, there, yeah. right? So you've, you've recently, was it? Like your visual merchandising looks really good. Bang! Ooh. That's, that one, a big, that's one of the big keys. Everything. That's, that's anyone who's not doing that either. is a moron. Wow. By, by a mile, by like that's the next thing we put money is half that. Wow! In terms of we spent a lot of money ads. a month on that. So when did you guys come out with these new kind of fucking stands and whatnot? Like, well, that's the thing. That's the evolution of that is is as well. It's like we had these big sort of bulky displays bins that you just dump it in. The product doesn't really look good in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, Right? And then- They sucked, oh, actually. That, that, that was <laughs> shit, right? And then- we're sort of getting those into into Dan Murphy's, which is fine because it's large format retail. But then we're in a lot of BWSs, and a lot of BWSs are going, I want to put that in, but I've got no space Huge. for it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it's go right and evolve, you know, change the sizing of the bang, bang. Instead what of, yeah. do we need to do last time? More messaging on there, right? So it's all shel- it's all shelving now. So um that's one of the one of the things we've done as well. And we're game changer. Yeah, game changer. Like honestly, just skyrocketed our business in terms of sales in retail. Yeah, a lot of people will think of like that as like when they're moving into retail, oh, that's just another additional cost. They don't realize maybe the importance of yeah. that. Well, I, think one of the, one, I, think, I think one of the issues is, <laughs> is like I imagine if if we were just starting out and we saw Bay Juice there and we're going, geez, how much did they spend to get that in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. You, you don't need to go to, you know, like, and I'm giving one of the secrets here, so <laughs> block your ears if you've got a competitive brand right now. But, <laughs> but you know, it's 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 a manager's it's a manager of the store's decision. You don't need to go to head office. Okay, really? You know, mm. no, no, honestly. Like seven herbs and spices right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're welcome. Right, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's the game changer. So mm. in our local Woolies, we have a display that's about 12 boxes long. At the it's bottom stupid. of the grab and go section, like it's ridiculous. Like, you can see it from a mile away, but we just buy it a lot. <laughs> so that's better for you guys than say using that money and running ads. A, a mix, like a, a mixture. Like it's still a fine balance, but it's better than running a whole outdoor see, campaign the, 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 or doing, like I said, billboards or doing ambassadors. The, the issue with running ads versus what we're doing 
merchandising is we buy data off Woolies so we can go, we're going to do this activation in these 10 stores, right? Two weeks later, we check the data and go, wow, the sales spiked, right? Obviously, that's because we did these off-location, you know, opportunities yeah. for the consumer mm. to buy them, right? Whereas we can do an ad and go, well, a lot of people saw it in Surrey Hills in Sydney and the sales went up in the Surrey Hills Woolies there, but we don't know if that was because we did that because, we, you know, so it's like it's much easier to analyse and sort of come to a conclusion about because we did that, you know, whereas if you buy online, you can be like, I know where you woke up. I know what your fucking email is. <laughs> yeah. I know what day yeah. you're born. I know what hospital and what wing you're born in. Yeah. But it's like yeah. that, but you can't do that with retail. What wing? Yeah. <laughs> I know how many times you unlocked your phone that yeah, day. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's interesting. There you go. So I wanted to ask you about some, some um, like the other side of business now. Like everyone knows, like you guys are known as like, you know, these laid back guys, you know, every now and then might even get a little bit loose. Um, if you ask Never. certain people, I wouldn't have that opinion of you guys, but Thank um. You. Also a part of business, and, and and I think you guys have spoken a little bit about this, but I want to get to know kind of where your head is. Like you can't be in business for five, six years and not have some sort of relationship to personal development, to growth, mm. to like leveling up your lives, right? Because otherwise your business is a reflection of yourself. Everyone knows that. What has your experience been with that as two guys who people might look at and be like, oh, they're just a couple of larrikins and, you know, you guys love to have fun, but has there been an element of you guys going on like a personal development journey at the same time? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, so we're- Like, we're, yeah, I won't admit it on a podcast. Yeah, but, no, <laughs> but I, I sort of said this the other day, actually, it's a perfect word to say, but we've got a bunch of advisors mm -hmm. um, and they've been helping us for the last 12 to 18 months from marketing to- analytics to measuring things or what outcome does that have? How are you reading this? Why are you doing that? Is that the best use of your time? Can you get someone else to do it? like just constantly like that? Mm. Um, and we're not working with them as much at the moment. I'm like, we've kind of graduated. Like, like in a really weird way, we've kind of graduated from all the lessons over 18 months from an advisor and we have completely matured with our decision-making. So the reason we're not doing outdoor is because how do we measure? Well, we can't. What can we measure? This. Let's invest in that. Let's see what the outcome was. That's fantastic. Let's do that more. And that's us doing this. That's not us checking with people, is this a good idea anymore? But at the start, we're going, fucking billboards, buses, ambassadors. Let's do influence campaign without measuring anything and doing no attribute tags and not even resharing it. Done. Let's do that. Min, awesome. She's cool. He's hot. Let's do that. You know, like we did that at the start and it was like brandy, like excitement. But now we say to each other, oh, do you reckon that's the best use of our time? And you're like, oh, ooh, look at us, go us. You know, we're growing up. <laughs> really but, important but, question. But, but. but we really, we genuinely do, and I feel it when, when we think and we decide and we do things and the way we talk to people and we're just a lot more channeled and, yeah, we, we have that beautiful alter ego that's just absolutely hammering the brand, but behind the scenes we're going, how are we measuring us being a dickhead? <laughs> there you go, that's not a bad way to explain what, it. What do you think the biggest mistake <laughs> you guys have made or like the biggest, you know, fuck up? We always talk about outsourcing a lot, but like, but yeah. you, you nailed it before. We've always outsourced and then learned and brought it back in. So thanks to all the people that yeah, <laughs> taught us a, it all. That's the thing. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we made a lot of mistakes, but it's hard to say, like, I regret. No, I didn't say, I didn't say anything about regret. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah for sure enough. Yeah, touche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another B for the fine job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fat yak, would you? I reckon at the start, um, a mistake we probably made was thinking that it was probably just going to work out because we had a great brand and, you know, we're all, we had high energy and there's a cool product and, oh, wait, we've got to go to every store. Oh, wait, we need to get some cash. Oh, wait, we need to be doing shoots and content. Oh, right. <laughs> we did sit there for about six months thinking we were fucking top dogs. It was all, and everything was going to magically happen. 
So we we would have wasted six to twelve months just just going with the flow, and then we're like, right, let's hammer down. And then as soon as we did that, like, whoa, look at this. Sure. So that was a good learning curve. Hundred percent. Now, yeah. Go um, on, go no, on. No, 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 no. No, 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 Like I literally won't move forward until you say that. Like I, I think that's just like some sums it up perfectly. Like there's there's many things where I think we waited probably like like Tim said eight to twelve months to really go right retail, 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 and. And because we went, you know, after six months, we said, right, this is what we need to do retail-wise. We need to go store to store and we need to get 100, 100 doors. Then that led to the Dan Murphy's trial. Then that led to the Woolies trial. So it's like probably set us back a little bit. Yeah. But like it's it's you're just learning from your own, your own mistakes and your own Always. past experiences and yeah. trying to be a little bit better every time you do the, do the next yeah. thing. And like I think a big fucking part of like the message for anyone listening to you guys is just like, bro, you really have to create momentum. It won't happen just by, you know, sending an email to a couple of stores. Like you have to force that shit yeah. to happen and people just want to sit back and switch on an ads and build a website and be like, where's my money? It's yeah. not fucking like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, not, yeah. unfortunately. Nah. I wish it was. I but wish but it the was. good part and the reassuring things to people listening is that if you do that for three or four years, mm. then you find your role, you find your rhythm, and you can take a day off. <laughs> you don't get days off at the start, but mm. but now we have got our roles in ops and marketing, and we can go to Sydney and catch up with you and um, meet some crews and have <laughs> a day off. And Sydney do a podcast. <laughs> 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 we had a first margarita caught at the twelve. Yeah. Um, but but you can do that because we put in the hard yards. We've built an incredible team, an incredible system, and a really great operation. And now we can do that. So I think it's it's not like that forever. I think that's really important. So my missus is she's been with me for a year, and I talk about the glory days of doing seventy hour weeks, and she's just like, can't picture it. I'm like, no, I did. Like, I did it. Like, I really have. But like, you know, that was the the craziness. But now it's we're smarter. We're, we understand. Mm. We're graduated. So and like, as well, light at the end of the tunnel was the, sm- the point. I, I want to set like realistic expectations for people. So like, it's, I wanted to bring up your story and how it's like you know you were working still your full time jobs yeah. until three four years in. I don't want to make it seem like it's always that way. Like for me, you'd say yeah. like you're not going to make, we made a fucking shitload of money in the first year. Like it can be done. Yeah, yeah. But just because you didn't <laughs> yeah. do it in the first month or two yeah, yeah. doesn't mean give up and Correct. look for the next thing. Every time you're starting again, isn't always the best, best. I, like it's just like I see it all the time because there's a lot of e-com mentoring as well. And yeah, like, yeah. I want to balance the expectations of, no, look, e-com can fucking change your life. A building brand can. But also if you haven't made life-changing profit in month one or two, maybe you can stick it out and there's a, there's a future ahead. You know 100%. What I mean? Now, boys, we could talk for for oh ages. My God, I, I want to wrap shit. up. I want to ask one last question we're before we before we before we put a bow on this one. Now, you guys have the podcast. You're all having fun. Your business is about you know a drink that you drink before you get on the drinks. From each of you guys, I'm putting you on the spot here, but I want one story about out on the out on the town, out on the drinks. Give me give me something. What comes the head is in like at some let us let us just leave with a laugh or leave with a leave with, leave with we, something. We can never go too far, but I was telling a story the other day about how um I was dabbling in a few psychedelics and threw my car keys in the ocean. Um, oh, uh, no. <laughs> um, yep. So that, oh, I'll probably leave it there. But that's a pretty good one. one. That's yeah, a good one. Yeah, yeah muck up day here in year twelve. Yeah. Where, yeah, yeah. Well, I got a. We used to go to a pub after muck up day and. I was sort of talking to a police officer who'd come and check out the pub to make sure we were all behaving ourselves. And then as I was talking, chewing his ear off for, you know, reasons I will be left, you know, in the dark, <laughs> uh, all my mates had gone to the, the house and I just got in the back of the – I'm like, oh, I'm, I've got to go now. He's like, oh, you're going to a mate's house? I'm like, yeah. He's like, we'll give you a lift. And I was like, done, give me a lift. So I got back in the, 
in the back of a divvy van in my school uniform, <laughs> right in queue, and everyone was like, hmm, another Xavier boy up to no yeah, good. Yeah, you felt like a boss. You boys are yeah. you I guys like, yeah. at least cuffed me before you put yeah. back in. <laughs> Too good. Nah, you guys, yeah. as soon as you click but alumni, you guys are the first two, yeah. first two faces. If you, want page. To, if you want to hear more, listen to the pre-drinks yeah. podcast. Hey, no, good boy. So apart from the pre-drinks podcast, anyone that wants to check out what you guys are doing, see the mad content you guys are doing, buy it, buy your products. Where's the best place people can find you? Woolies, Dance, BWS. More, more re- raw retailers to come. And then if you're in Online, New York. better margins. Yeah. Online, better margins. <laughs> and if you're in New York, well, then jump on now, us.drinkpages.com. And what's, oh, no, yeah. oh, yeah. what's the idea of separating the two Instagrams, by the way? That's another thing I saw. So We thought Super Bowl's coming up, Grand Finals coming up. Okay, Different yeah. times. Memor- Memorial Day. Australia Day. Oh, shit. <laughs> we don't say that. Yeah. So what weekend we, we say now. Yeah. <laughs> so we just, we just didn't. Wanted to annoy everyone with different shit. Fair, fair, um, fair. Yeah. And then we thought the US one needs a bit more educating right now than just crazy banter. Um, but the TikToks are combined. Yes. We're, in a way, we're starting again in yeah, the US. Yeah, yeah. And, and mm-hmm. that's actually what excites us. Yeah. 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 Anyway, you got a flight to catch. Thank yeah. you, boys, yeah. for coming yeah, on. Um, absolute pleasure. Thanks for having us. It was so much fun. Anyway, guys, fucking leave it there. Adios. Dan Yui. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode or you got something out of it, do yourself a favor, do me a favor, do your friends a favor and share this with them and they can come along on this journey with us. Thanks again and I'll see you next time.